And just like that, fellas and ladies, happy new year. We are back from the Out of My League podcast. What up, <laughs> Georgia? <laughs> Big blowout, man. That game was nasty. Bro, 65 <laughs> points in a I'm, national championship. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to tell you, they should have just played Ohio State twice. <laughs> They yeah. should have just played Ohio State twice. Yeah, they would have they would have punished Ohio State the second time. <laughs> they shouldn't have won the first game. They but shouldn't have, but they, I feel like if they played again, they would punish them. I'm just look, I'm just glad that everybody can see that my man CJ Stroud is really like that. Ohio State balled out, man. I appreciate everything that Ohio State did. But before we get to football, <laughs> this, this is true, unnecessary. <laughs> unnecessary because of the kicker. He took all the suspense out of it. I'm talking he immediate wasn't even close. Left. Bro, I think it went out of bounds. Like, I think it went hit the sidelines. It I was, was like, not what? even close. I was like, no, you didn't even try. Quit the team. <laughs> Give your scholarship back. Like, like, he was terrible. <laughs> but before we get to any football, man, we have to start with Bill's safety, DeMar Hamlin, mm-hmm. a good update. He has now left Cincinnati and been transferred to Buffalo's health facility where his health is improving day to day. So... That is great news after a cardiac arrest he suffered on the field mm-hmm. last Monday. Scary, scary time for the league. And the league did the right thing by canceling that Bills and Bengals game. Yeah, and if you you know, if you're wondering why we didn't pod last week, that is exactly why we didn't pod. We just felt out of respect for the situation. We wanted mm-hmm. to give time to kind of develop yep um and to get some good to get some good news right. more than anything and so wait back, so yeah wait and see how things play out to get some good news and honestly we just didn't feel like the moment was right to actually yeah. discuss any sports related things be a little tone and deaf yeah i just felt like that would be a little tone deaf so we thought we'd let it you know just marinate a little bit um and he's in good spirits now mm-hmm. he actually got to talk to his team he's like we say he's back in buffalo mm-hmm. and he's cheering for the bills and that kickoff that they had, that opening kickoff return for a touchdown was just very, very, very just good to see, man. Like timing, his, his emotion, man. the timing, it every, like it, it worked out so crazy. And we want to continue to send our prayers, our well wishes for a speedy recovery to him. Yeah. And just to all those who that affected, because that mentally that was something, you know, that we've never seen before happen on the field. And it's a scary sight. Like these That's guys scary. are laying it out. These guys are laying it out on the line for our entertainment every week. Yeah, we want to keep his family also in prayer. Yes. I'm sure that yes, was a whole sure. lot to see and then to be around it the whole time. It's it's a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, it, and it's bigger than football. Yes. It, it, it's, it's bigger than football. So, yeah, that that's why we didn't pod last week. And, you know, we are going to continue to send those prayers up for him that he makes a speedy recovery and for all those who are affected as well. With that being said, it's playoff time, man. Yes, sir. Eagles finally locked up that number one seed. Barely. <laughs> ba- barely. You're right. Some week 18 teams didn't look so hot, though, man. A couple of scenarios with a win and get in, and some teams really just folded. And you know, <laughs> we got to start with that trash, man. 
AKA that bad man, who is Aaron Rodgers. With the Seahawks winning, Lions were eliminated. They really didn't have anything to play for, except be spoiler. Yep. How did the Lions pull it off? I mean, this is who the Lions have been the back half of the season. I mean, yep. this is a tough football team. Um, and mm-hmm. they're going to they're gonna fight you to the end. Yep. And once they figure out. My kneecaps. Yeah. <laughs> you once, know. <laughs> once they Coach of the year. Out, yeah. Coach of the year. Seriously. Once they figured Seriously. out how to defend the pass, they I think were the rush is re- I think the rush is what really helped. Yeah, I mean, pass, r- pass rush helped tremendously. Aaron yeah. Rodgers was throwing some aerated throws out there. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're really, pass- really poor decision making down the field. Yeah, their pass rush has been good all year. Um, they've also also had a, a solid off the line. Jared Goff has been playing yep. really well the, the back yep. half of the year as well. Yes, agreed. And I just feel like the Lions. They were they, they came on a week too late, if that makes sense. And re- what really killed them is the loss on Christmas Eve to the to Panthers. Panthers. Yep. That's what I killed agree. them. I agree. Because I don't think neither of us picked the Seahawks to actually advance to the postseason no. after the back half that they had. And, you know, they managed to beat the Rams in overtime, mm-hmm. which I thought was also questionable on some of those calls. Yeah. Because I thought the Rams should have won that game personally. Yep. But sticking with the Lions and Packers, specifically the Packers, what does this mean for Aaron Rodgers, his legacy, and do you think he's returning next season? Yeah, I mean, honestly, when he spoke already, he said he's not going to hold the organization hostage. However, which he's been doing for years. Yeah. Which, he, which he's been doing However, for years. However, I just think you know, the Packers are in a situation that no other team is kind of in right now because you have a ton of young players on that Packers roster, and then you have just a handful – of these long tenured bets that and you're, you're going to need to decide what to do, right? Because Aaron Rodgers and you got Randall Cobb and, you know, David Bakhtiari and all these other guys, like they've been on the team for a while. Those are, those are Aaron Rodgers type guys. And what happens if Aaron Rodgers says, okay, I understand where you guys are at in your rebuild. Why don't you go ahead and trade me? And then that's going to really start the rebuild in Green Bay. But uh-huh. I think it's really going to be hard for Green Bay to even want to let him go, right? Because that's all they've known for over a decade. Yeah. Agreed. That's um, all they've had. And that, this, is, this is a really tough situation for both sides. And, you know, with Aaron always up and down, the organization not really understanding what they're doing. What are you going to do with Jordan Love? He only has one year left on his deal. This is a big mess. And it was created in large part by the organization. So moving forward, I think I think they need to figure out what they're doing the next couple of weeks. Because you okay. think about it. I agree. The the senior bowl is coming up, the NFL draft is coming up, and then you have a free agency in March. This is a lot. And this I would say in the next two to three weeks, you need to figure out what you want to do. Like I'm talking about like the timing of the Matthew Stafford type of thing how that Mm -hmm. happened like a week or two after the postseason uh, or after their season ended or whatever. I think this is the same thing that needs to apply to to Green Bay. Like, I understand Aaron says he wants to get away and really think about it and get the emotions out of it. But as an organization, you need to go ahead and make a decision. Like, hey, Aaron. Yeah, you don't have time. We don't have time. We we respect it, but we also need your answer right now. If not, we we need to move off from you. So they, they need to move on. Ultimately, do you think he comes back or retires? I think he comes back just because I, I can't see. I can't see it. 
Okay. I'm not sure, man. It, it seemed like he, for the most part, was accepting the fact that, you know, it is what it is. Um, he said he wanted to hold on to his jersey as, as if this one might mean a little more to him. Yeah. Um, maybe he just didn't want to swap jerseys with somebody with the Lions after talking so much trash about him all yeah. these years. But he also said uh-huh. last dance last year, so I don't know. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what Aaron's going to do. I know that, you know, he says he's not going to hold the team hostage, but essentially, to me, that's what he's been doing yeah, for years. 100%. So, I mean, we'll we'll have to see what he does moving forward. I just think it's a bad look yeah. for the um, Packers. Yeah. I think they had all the momentum. They had home field advantage, and they made that big comeback, and Aaron literally said, what are y'all going to say now? Well, we're going to say try the playoffs. So, I mean, honestly, that's, that's the most embarrassing loss. I yeah, mean, that that that's you're at home too? to the Lions to a, team, to a team that's in your division that has nothing to play for. They can't go to the playoffs. Right. It's so, embarrassing. Yeah. That that's a bad loss. On to the AFC man where the Dolphins behind third stringer Skylar Thompson outlasted Flacco and the Jets to sneak into the playoffs after a Patriots loss to that Bills team. With two of still questionable, man, in the concussion protocol. Do you think this team has any chance against the Bills this Sunday? No. By the way, if you watch that Bills, I mean, I'm sorry, the Jets Dolphins game on Sunday, like I did, I, I think we are all dumber. Like that yeah, was. Yeah, I was gonna the, say I can't, I dude, can't get that part of my life back. My guy, I thought the game was gonna end three to zero. That's how bad that game was. Like, no offense, neither offense could do anything. Like, and they were always turning the ball over at a dumb, a dumb time, or making a stupid play, like. I don't even want to talk about the fans, bro. This, Godly, they stink. This was <laughs> that, that offense is terrible. Horrible game, man. I don't. They need. They need I don't, think, back Dol- the I don't think the Dolphins deserve to get in the playoffs at this rate. I thought the Steelers should have made it personally. I agree. I want. I wanted the Jets to win. The Patriots had already lost. The Steelers had won. I wanted the Steelers to get in. Yeah. So yeah. Titans, man. They dropped their final seven games, <laughs> seven straight games, and they were in a win and get in scenario against the Jags. And lost for the second time. Shout out to my man Wolf and Dougie P for getting that dub and getting yeah. the Jags into the playoffs. Yeah. But should the Titans consider firing their head coach? No. Maybe. I think that they they already did what they needed to do. They fired their general manager yep. uh, about halfway through the season, and then they went uh-huh. ahead and you know just yesterday fired their offensive coordinator. That's yep. exactly what they should have did. I think that. Okay. Honestly, I think that Rabel wanted things a certain way. Him and the general mm-hmm. manager were battling back and forth. And then mm-hmm. the offensive coordinator was not helping anybody. Um, and you're not you're not helping Malik Willis out. You weren't helping Ryan Tannehill out. Nope. And you weren't helping Josh Dobbs out. So your quarterback room was in shambles. You had you're not helping Derrick Henry out either. Yeah. Derrick Derek Henry's getting 35-plus carries again. Yeah. And, you know, I also think, like, if you're really watching – the Tennessee Titans, they had zero identity on either side of the ball. Like, it was, it's, a, it's really a shame, right? And, you know, we're going to see because now the Titans are in sort of a decision mode, right? Like, what do you do with Ryan Tannehill now? Also, you need a new general manager who's going to be, uh, who the head coach is going to have input on. And then you now you need an offensive coordinator. So, who, what kind of offense are you going to run? So, there's a lot uh, sort of happening in Tennessee right now and you know I'm not sure of what the Tennessee Titans are going to look like next year but I know one thing for sure they better figure out that quarterback position for sure yes because their quarterback hasn't been it for a couple of years now 
And I agree with you on the decision of, you know, the head coach needs to figure out what GM he thinks he can mesh with the best. Yeah. And I mean, there are a couple of situations like that. So I wanted to hit these real quick in the rapid fire mm-hmm. with, you know, Kingsbury being out. Houston got rid of their coach after one year yeah. again. Um, what coach in position do you think is the most interesting right now? Panthers still on the lookout for mm-hmm. a coach, even though I think that they should hire Wilkes. Yeah. What, yeah, what coach in position do you think is a hot commodity heading into the offseason? And which candidate do you think is a hot commodity for said position? Is Before I get started on that. Oh, no, yep. no, you're, no, never mind. The Panthers general manager is intact. He's in place, correct? Yep. Okay. Yep. So – Right. I, I'm looking at you got Arizona, you got Tennessee, you have uh, Denver uh, kind of going on. Not their general manager, so to speak, but yeah, coach, head coach. Head coach. Yep. Same with Houston. Houston, which we're going to get to. Yep. And then keep an eye on the L.A. Chargers as well. Yep. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially after Mike Williams got um, parted off the field in week 17. This, that, <laughs> I mean, that is, yeah, that is a. Analytics team. are crazy. Yeah. Analytics are crazy. That, that's a team that I'm I'm circling right now, and I'm not sure if Brandon Staley makes it out the postseason. You literally can't make that up. Your position can't increase or decrease. Yeah. You are locked into the sixth seed in the playoffs, and you play your stars the whole game. Yeah, One of them gets carted off. It's embarrassing. <laughs> you look um, crazy. That's that's almost as bad as Ron Rivera so, starting yeah. Carson Wentz <laughs> and then saying, yo, we got eliminated? <laughs> Bam. Knock it off. Knock it off. Yeah, it, it's it's amazing how stuff like that happens. I, I'm going to say this. I I would be really interested, and I'm going to throw the Chargers in this conversation just because like that's that. a team I think, I'm circling. I think it's the most interesting. Yeah, I think, I that's think the, the most Chargers are the most interesting. They don't have a huge fan base or anything like that. They don't. But they have as much talent, talent as, as anybody anyone in on in the league, right? Like No, literally. Offense have, and defense. Yeah, on both sides of the ball. And I really think if they had a – a competent coach and a competent GM, which I think the GM has done, you know, a decent job. It's the head coach making these crazy decisions. But I think that this team should be so much better than they are. And they, they should have been so much better the last two years, if we're being honest. And I think now that you're in a weird situation where you had a quarterback on a rookie contract. Now guess who's eligible for contract extension? Justin yep. Herbert. Hey, the man. And hey now, the you're man. Gonna, now you're going to have to pay him. And guess what? That means you're going to have to sacrifice money somewhere else. And this is this is the problem that I have with teams that draft rookie quarterbacks and don't put all your resources in their first two to three years so you're not paying them top dollar quarterback money. You can surround them with as much talent as you want. Now, Justin Herbert's about to get paid. They already picked up his fifth-year option, so he'll, he'll be on the option next year. And then the following year is when his contract kicks in. So you really only have one more year to stack the deck and make your team what it is. Luckily, you have a bunch of guys already under under contract for uh, a few years. But you're going to have to start, you know, you're going to see, you know, some cuts. You're going to see, you know, maybe some trades, some, some, some salary dumps. We shall see. This team is a question mark for sure, and they should be a lot better than they are. I agree. Of all, well, of the teams right now, since you know Staley is actually there, we got Houston, we got Denver, we I would say got Arizona. Carolina. If, if, Arizona. If I can't, yeah, if I can't, if I can't choose Arizona, 
I'm mean, sorry, LA. if I can't choose yeah, uh, I got the you. LA, yeah, you'll choose Arizona. Got I it. think I would choose Arizona. Hottest coaching candidate right now, Sean Payton? Yeah, it has to be. Got to be, right? Yeah, it has to be. I know I know. a couple of D coordinators have been uh, reached out to mm-hmm. and for permission for. But yeah, it has to It has to be. I would assume it's Sean Payton as well. Yeah. How did you feel about Houston firing their coach? Look, man, this is an organization that is clearly not run wild, right? Kyle McNair Trash. has him and his father have been horrible. Um, I don't know. think anybody should want to be a coach there, personally. I think the, the general manager is awful. Yep. And this is now back to back black head coaches yep. that you've gave one year to. Literally one year. With no supporting cast. And you have fired them after one year. Embarrassing. Yep. And the, the league honestly needs to investigate that organization. I think Talk so, too. About them. I think so, too. I agree 100%. I think that what they're doing over there, one, it says a lot about the organization because they can't keep a coach, first exactly. of all. They, they can't keep talent, second of all. And they're constantly drafting at the top of the draft, which means they're not good, third of all. So, obviously, there's a lot that needs to change. I think that looking into the firing of two black head coaches after one year is definitely on the top of the list. Um, and I hope that that doesn't, you know, damage Lovey Smith's profile for him to get another opportunity elsewhere, because I just feel like he was dealt a bad hand in general. Yep. And then I think that him personally winning the last game was the seal right there. I think that, you know, they wanted that first pick and in my mind, you know, you play to win the game, but we get it. We, we get it. And now the bears had that first pick, but I just think that it's, it's unfortunate. It's trash. And I feel like. That organization, like you said, does need to be investigated. 100%. Loser of the week, man. We had two weeks to look at. Um, I'll go first. I'll give you my loser this week and last week. Last week, it was definitely the Commanders. Yep. Ron Rivera going back to Carson Wentz. I don't know if that was his um, decision, personally. I feel like there's been a rift between him and Snyder, honestly. And I'm not sure if that was his decision or not. But going back to Carson Wentz in a must-win game to the Browns and losing. Carson mm-hmm. Wentz throwing three interceptions. Yep. When you have Heineke, who hasn't been bad, definitely hasn't turned the ball to, over as much as Carson Wentz has. And I don't know what you thought you were going to get <laughs> and why you thought it would be any different. So Ron Rivera is definitely my loser of the week, especially with that presser. And I know he tried to make a joke of it afterward, but just unaware. Like, come on, yeah. man. What are you doing? Yeah. And then this week, it's the Packers. Yep. It's simple too. to me. Yep. yep. It's the Packers. Aaron Rodgers, you, you you talked all that. You you had that comeback speech ready. What are they going to say now? Yep. Look what we're all saying now. You blew it. Exactly. You didn't play good enough. Yep. You got out. You got outperformed by Jared Goff. 100%. 100%. 100%. It is what it is, man. All right, man. You ready to get to these wild card predictions? Because we have games on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Let's get it. So let's get it. Let's do it, man. All right, kicking it off this Saturday, 4 o'clock. We got the Seahawks and the 49ers. Who you got? Give me the Niners. Yeah, give me the 49ers. Division rivals, too. Yeah, division rivals. I don't think it's going to be much of a game, personally. I think that the 49ers are looking really, really good right now. And I know the division, I think we'll keep it fairly close in a division game. Mm -hmm. But give me the 49ers in this game as well. Let's cap it off Saturday night. Chargers. Jags, I will be in Duval for this. Duval, don't let me down. I got the Jags again, man. Who you got? Give me the Jags. You got the Jags too? Yes, okay. <laughs> you getting Staley out of here. Yeah. I respect it. 
I respect it. Sunday, we got the Dolphins and the Bills to kick it off at 1 o'clock. Who you got? Bills, big. Yeah, give me the Bills, too. I'm not sure if Tua's playing. I think they need him to play if they want any chance in this. Mm-hmm. But I think what the Bills got going on right now is special. Yep. I think they're about to make a pretty big run. And I think that it's going to be too much for the Dolphins to handle in that cold weather. Give me the Bills. Giants-Vikings. Who you got in this game, man? Give me the Giants and a close one. Okay, yeah. I actually had this game circled as the potential upset yep. of the weekend if there is going to be one with an underdog. So I'm going to take the Giants as well, actually. I think this is going to be a gritty game, a really close game. I think whoever can control the ball, honestly, will, you know, control the time of possession, will have the best chance of winning this game. Yeah. I would not be surprised if the Vikings squeaked it out, but this isn't going to be a blowout by any stretch. No, it's going to be a close one. So, yeah, give me the Giants in a close one. Ravens, Bengals with Lamar's potentially coming back. Who do you have in this one? Bengals. And I hate, I don't want to drag this out, but the Ravens paid. Roquan Smith today, and I can't believe what a slap in the face that is to Lamar Jackson. You just traded oh, no. for Roquan Smith at the deadline, and you already Keep paid him. Keep, is, Keep talking. Keep talking. It is talking. unbelievable what organizations do for black quarterbacks. This is unbelievable. Like he, if he, Lamar didn't play one team. more game, I promise. If Lamar didn't play one more game with the Ravens, I wouldn't be mad. I would him. not be mad at one bit. They they should not hate him one bit if he decided to sit a out. slap in and, the face. And I don't know what that situation is. I really have no idea what's going on. There are rumors that Lamar, you know, could have came back maybe a week or two ago. Yeah. And he's potentially been sitting out because of the contract, the contract situation. And now for this to happen, yeah, no, nah, I and don't pay, think he should play. And li- listen to this. You paid Roquan Smith $20 million a year for five years. He is now the highest paid linebacker in NFL history. Unbelievable. Crazy. I, I, actually unbelievable. Big slap in the face. If I'm Lamar, I'm not suiting up. I'm nope. not even showing up. I would not show up to this game at I'm all. Not, I'm, not even, I'm not even showing up, to be honest. Yeah, give me the Bengals in this game. Um, I, I don't know what the Ravens are doing. This is it's a franchise that I thought always made solid mm-hmm. decisions. And they're and making I think, very and I think they, they really just dropped the ball on Lamar's situation in general. And it, yep. it's unfortunate. Give me the Bengals in this one. And then to cap it off, Monday night. Cowboys, Buccaneers, man. Who do you got? Cowboys have been looking really shaky. Dak in particular lately. Man, this Who is this is the toughest one to pick, honestly. Give me the Cowboys with a field goal to win the game. Yep. Give me the Cowboys in this one. I think the offense will just put up too much. Personally, I just can't see Brady's team putting up over 24 points, and that's non-Brady-like. But the Bucs aren't good to me. Yeah. The Cowboys turn the ball over a lot. So if they turn the ball over two, three times, the Bucs definitely have a chance. But if Dak is on his A game, I don't see this one being close. The only, I the, think the Cowboys win by yeah. like 13. The only problem is the Cowboys have never beat Tom Brady ever in his history. Oh, no. I mean, this is a rematch of the regular yeah, season. And the, and the, and the Bucs beat them earlier in the season. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I see. I definitely think that this will be a close one because I, I don't see Dak just turning it on all of a sudden and putting up those 40 points. Well, he will turn the ball over for sure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't yeah. see him turning it on and just being, you know, the, the killer mentality mm-hmm. that we've seen him be in certain games. And the Cowboys are kind of banged up. Yeah. They're, they're, they're also a little banged up. So, yeah, give me the Cowboys in a close one. Um, sorry to you, the GOAT. Um, I'm sorry for not picking you, but, yeah, I just don't see it in the Bucks' offense or defense. So, give me the Cowboys in this one as we wrap up the weekend. All right, man, some quick takes before we get out of here. Just want to revisit that college football championship real quick as Georgia obliterated TCU, man. What was your overall takeaway from the college football playoffs? 
Look, uh, that is not the game that we all wanted. Um, nope, not at all. There are still people that you know want Alabama in. That wanted Alabama in. That you know one of them is me. Mm-hmm. However, I think that, <laughs> I think this is good for college football. I think that now that they're about to expand the playoff, it's going to allow more yep, teams. Twelve in, teams. Yep. And we're really going to see the balance of college football in totality. Um, and you know, I think it's going to be interesting how they do this. Um, it's probably going to cut back on some regular season games, but also add to the postseason. So we have, we shall see how all this shakes out, but I think it was kind of good for college football to see a new fresh face. However, if you are one of the networks, this was horrible. Yeah. Fortunately, ESPN. <laughs> if you were on ESPN and you were for ESPN, this was not good for you at all. Today like, is not a good day. The game was over after the first quarter. So literally. Uh yeah. My my main takeaway is it just shows the disparity between conferences and college football. The yeah. SEC still reigns supreme. I don't think anyone could deny that. Mm-hmm. I think that Ohio State playing Georgia again would have been a better matchup. I still think Georgia probably would have won. Yeah. Because I think that the Ohio State game essentially gave them a wake-up call. Yeah. I think that Ohio State nearly beating them should have beat them actually. Yeah. If it wasn't for such a terrible field goal attempt that woke Georgia up. And I don't think Georgia came to play around the next game. They needed that little bit of motivation and they came out guns blazing from start to finish and they didn't let up. They were scoring with the backups in the fourth quarter. You had players getting chicken wing dinners Mm -hmm. in the third quarter on the bench. Like they, they, they were having a blast out there, but I think the overall message just showed the disparity in college football from the conferences. And I think that, moving forward when these teams are going to move over to like the sec and the big 10 mm-hmm. and teams moving to like the acc you're going to see the competition is a lot stiffer yeah it, it is like the sec beats up on everyone every year and that's yep. why all the teams can't get in the playoffs because of so yep. many losses exactly but if they played anybody in the pac-12 i feel like alabama beats the tcu by 20 as well yeah i think i think lsu beats them as well yep. i think I think that Tennessee beats them as well. Like yep. there are a handful of teams that I think beats TCU, and I don't think TCU played their best game of football. But for they would sure. get waxed by a bunch of. But teams they would, in the yeah, they 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 would get waxed. The you can see the talent level, the disparity, um, in the five star recruits. I mean, Georgia's half of Georgia's team is probably going to the league. Yeah, and they're they're gonna re up like nothing happened. Yep. Like Kirby Smart really reloaded and you know went back to back on them, and I just think that the playoff. Will, when they expand to 12 teams will weed out these teams that we didn't want to see in a championship game. 100%. Nobody, yeah, nobody thought this was going to be good. Nope. I know TCU's made some pretty good comebacks. Look at their conference. Exactly. Just look at their conference. That, that That's really, that's all I really have to say about that. So, yeah, I think this really just showed the disparity in talent. And, you know, other teams got to step it up. Yeah. Hey, hey man, I'm all in on Colorado next year. I'm all, <laughs> I'm all, I'm all in on Dion. Actually, I'm not going to lie. Florida State is going to be raw. You heard it here yeah. first. Florida State is actually going to be a problem. I'm, I'm a little upset. Y'all's uh, pass rusher is coming back. Yep. I want him. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, I think that we will start at least preseason, probably top 10. I'm, I'm not I even I think you're joking. already in like the preseason. I, like, like I, I think we're going to be really, really good. Yeah. <laughs> like the way too early rankings or whatever. Yeah. I think you guys are already like top 10. Yeah, I haven't checked it, but I think we're going to be really, really good. All right, man, lock of the week. We obviously haven't had one in two weeks. So this week we have the wild card edition. Feed the people, man. It's been a while since we gave them a dub. Who you got? Look, this team is playing inspired right now. I think they have a, they have a lot going on. 
Give mm-hmm. me Buffalo minus nine and a half. Big number. Over the Miami Dolphins. Big. That's a big number to lay. Are you confident in that nine and a half if Tua plays? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Because, I mean, <laughs> you think about somebody that hasn't practiced or played in two weeks. I mean, this three is weeks. True. This is true. So, you know, yeah, if you're this- not practicing, you're not playing, like, you're just sitting on the sideline every week. Like, you're going to be a little rusty yeah. coming back. Yeah, this is true. In the playoff atmosphere gonna- <laughs> like Buffalo. like, And it's going to be cold. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> yeah, you might you might be on to something. I'm going to take my time to that Monday night game, and I'm going to take the Cowboys over the GOAT, minus two and a half. Give me Dallas to actually advance in the postseason and, you know, at least for the time being, keep their fans happy because I know it has been a rocky Rocky into a just an up and down season overall with the turnovers and everything going on. But yeah, give me Dallas minus two and a half. I just don't think that Tampa has it. Yeah. I don't think they've had it all season. I really hope for the Panthers to beat them last weekend. Didn't happen. Thought it was gonna happen, just couldn't hold on to the lead. Sam Darnold being Sam Darnold, you know how that goes. Yeah. But yeah, just give me the Cowboys, book it, take it to the bank, and cash it. Mattress Mac, I know you put down a million on TCU. I am sorry for you. I don't know what you was thinking. That spread could have been 50. <laughs> <laughs> that was miserable. That's all right, man. That, that's all I got. I want to thank everyone for listening. Thank everyone for tuning in. Remember, Black Lives Matter. They always matter and will forever matter. Guys, continue to send those prayers who are in need. Continue to pray for Damar Hamlin and that he continues to recover and get healthy. And, you know, moving forward, I know he's going to have some big decisions to make as far as football. So just just pray for him, pray for his family, that they're able to get all squared away. And more importantly, just for the health, because like we said, it's bigger than the game. Guys, my coworker can attest, it's sick season out here. (laughs) He's losing his voice, so I'm glad he was able to thug it out and pod with us today. But guys, bundle up. It's cold outside. It's definitely nasty outside with a lot of germs going around. So please be mindful of those. Wear your mask if you have to, if you need to. Social distance when you can and continue to be mindful of all those who are in need. Thank you. Yeah, man, it is definitely a sick season out here. (laughs) Please wear your mask, wash your hands, stay six feet away from everybody. (laughs) Look, man, it's it's been rough. It's been rough. I'm, I'm, I'm a lot better now, though. Mm-hmm. Um, still, my voice is not back to 100% yet, but it's getting yeah. there. I appreciate um, you thugging it out. Yeah, <laughs> man. Uh, guys, don't forget Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, and all the other streaming platforms you listen to us on. Also, on Apple Podcasts, do not forget to leave us a five-star rating and also yep. leave a review for your boys. Please, please yes. go ahead and do that. Yes, please leave those reviews. And Stetson Bennett, your time is up. You can no longer play in college. You have been there since 98. You and Tom Brady are essentially the same age. It is time for you to get out of there. Salute to you for two peating at Georgia. We out of here. Really thought it ain't no debate. No way, ain't no escape. Big dog eating off the plate. Cool breeze, moss with the same. Flexed up now, John Cena. Rocked up more than Serena. Wife a baddie looking like Nia. More drip, more than a leader. I'm at the wood, I said I would get. No mediocre, I'm feeling like tip. Sound like to me, we got us a hit. They can't even drip line. So savvy is a swag daddy. Red eye flights out to Cali. Holding bags looking like a caddy. Penthouse vibes, no addy.
daddy. This is the wave to give him the feeling. Rappers be capping, no, I don't feel you. Feel like the man when I walk through the building. Too many skies need spiritual healing. I got a million dreams. I got a million schemes. We going crazy, we going crazy. We got the winning team.